Hi, welcome to another episode of Auto Service World Conversations. I'm Peter Bulmer, owner of Cars Magazine and Jobber News. This is a podcast dedicated to exploring issues facing today's Canadian aftermarket professionals, sponsored by Sirius XM Canada. Sirius XM is making it possible to offer your customers three months of free satellite radio. Go to SiriusXM.ca slash four shops for details. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Auto Service Hold Conversations. Today I'm joined by Rosemary and Glenn of Tired Stewardship BC. Hey guys, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Hi, Peter. So we were just discussing a little bit off air, but for people who aren't familiar with the program, the organization, tell me a little bit about what you guys do and the programs that you're involved with. Sure. So Tire Stewardship BC is a not-for-profit society. We are dedicated to the collection and recycling of scrap tires in British Columbia. And we were formed to accept responsibility for the Provincial Scrap Tire Recycling Program. And that was in 2007. But prior to that, it was a government program from 1991 to 2006. Very good. And for somebody who isn't as familiar probably with this world as you are, Tell us a little bit more about what happens typically to tires that are um, being discarded or being offset. Sure. So we collect um, over 5 million tires a year, and those tires are collected from all the retailers across the province. And they are brought down to the lower mainland, if anybody knows British Columbia, down close to Vancouver uh, for processing. And the materials that are made at the recycling plant are anything from crumb rubber to mulch. And then those products, and a lot of them, and this is actually a fact that we're incredibly proud of, actually stay in the province of British Columbia and are further recycled into products. Products such as horse mats, arena flooring, gym flooring, truck bed liners, playgrounds is another big one. That's sort of a high-level snapshot of what happens in BC. That's great. And I'm really, really excited to see that. One of the hardest things I think to get rid of is rubber if it's not being repurposed. You see, people don't really know even how to get rid of tires properly. But let me ask you, what happened to tires? What was the sort of process tires to which BC came into existence? What would people do with tires? They were basically just discarded any way possible. In some cases, they would get burned. Uh, some cases, they would just be stored in, in large piles, eventuated into that Eggersville uh, fire that uh, Rosemary referred to. But they were, quite frankly, a problem. And they were a problem that it was not difficult for anyone to see needed a solution. And so when the whole notion of tire recycling came about, long before us, of course, it was seen as uh, the right thing to do. As the whole movement toward recycling and climate concerns and whatnot arose in the 60s, 70s, 80s, it was not difficult to figure out that we had to have a program that would find the tires returning to some sort of central function and um, not unlike cans. I'm a lot older than you guys and I still remember we've always been able to recycle our pop cans and our beer cans and so why well, couldn't we do the same thing with tires and 
And so it became part of government programs. We used to have a levy in British Columbia called the tire and battery levy. And when you bought either one or when you bought a car, quite frankly, you would pay that fee. And the notion was that the government then, big brother, would look after your scrap battery, your dead battery, and your worn out tire somehow. But it was only in the early 90s, probably the late 80s, early 90s, when when the whole notion of having a, a specifically designed program was created and collection processes set up. Uh, and then eventually, culminating in 2007, I think it was, this process was turned over to a body called a stewardship body that was mandated by the provincial government to carry out those responsibilities that had been assigned to manufacturers to collect the tires, recycle them, and and report on the effectiveness of that program to the provincial government through the environmental ministry. Uh, And that's what we do to this day. Yeah, that's great. And actually, I saw on your website a little earlier, um, you recently recycled your 100 millionth tire. Is that right? Yeah. So in terms of any sort of measurable environmental impact, or is there any sort of metric you can give us to conceptualize how much this has saved the environment in terms of, you know, getting the rubber out of nature, I guess? Well, I think the fact that there are four or five million recyclable tires that are no longer floating around in the ditches, rivers, fields, uh, and in fact, every scrap tire, and we take this as a serious mandate for us, that we collect and recycle every scrap tire in the province of British Columbia, from cars, trucks, bicycles, tractors, you name it. Uh, We take them all through our processor, have them first chopped up, then ground up into products that are usable by industry in the manufacture of of new items. So virtually all of the old tires uh, and all components of them, tires are made of basically of three things, a rubber compound, there's steel and there's uh, fiber uh, that make up a tire. And uh, so they are all extracted into separate bins and uh, sold to people who can make use of them in whatever uh, manufacturing or, or functioning business that they have. Right. Now, I know that this is mandated specifically in BC. Can you tell me a little bit more, you know, are there other organizations like this across Canada? What was the, what's the federal sort of stance on this, or is this more of a provincial issue? It's definitely a provincial issue from the perspective that each province has its own program. And a lot of them started shortly after us with others coming on sort of later, uh, the latest one being Ontario in 2009. What's an interesting perspective there is that even though each program operates independently and we have perhaps different models and, and governance, is that we all talk to each other. So there is a there is a national organization. It's, a, it's an informal gathering of all the provinces where we basically use the opportunity to cooperate and collaborate. And um, we meet once a year, we have monthly calls. And the idea being that nobody's sort of, you know, excuse the pun, trying to sort of reinvent the wheel and that we're sort of sharing our expertise right across the country. Yeah, not reinventing the wheel. I like that pun. So where do you see this going? Is there, is there any room to grow? Is there any kind of goals you're striving towards? I think for the most part, ongoing innovation and investment. I mean, we have got to where we are today 
because of the commitment of everybody involved in this chain. And we have seen considerable innovation and investment by our processor and our recycled rubber mat manufacturer in the province of BC. And, you know, without that, we may just have been doing the same old, same old. And of course, with innovation and investment becomes, you know, increased economic activity. It brings jobs into the province. I think from that perspective, that's sort of where I see our path headed is just getting even better at what we already do well today. One thing I'd say is is this has stimulated vertical growth in some of uh, the people that are involved in the industry. For example, we have a significant manufacturer in Abbotsford, BC, who uh, had manufactured for them uh, a number of rubber products. Very often, their source was China. The actual products were manufactured using Chinese recycled rubber, and then the products were shipped over to Canada, and, and this company sold them. Well, because of the encouragement they have received from us, and we have a manufacturing incentive program in place that gave them the incentive to invest in manufacturing facilities here in in Canada, and to the point where they are now uh, repatriating, if I dare say, use the word, products that they were purchasing from China and uh, using BC recycled rubber, manufacturing them here in British Columbia and selling them to the marketplace here and across the country and maybe even internationally. The net result of that is it's a greater use for our recycled rubber. It's creating jobs. It's creating investment. So there are uh, multiple benefits that are accruing because the recycling industry operates in the way that it does. I will say this would not have happened if we didn't have the mandate that we have from the provincial government to charge a fee at the beginning. When you buy a tire in British Columbia, you pay a $5 fee for a car tire, and that's called an advanced disposal fee. And that means that then with that $5, we will take the responsibility of collecting the tire and in some cases subsidizing the recycler perhaps subsidizing the manufacturer, but at any rate, it works out so that the tire is recycled, uh, the product is used in British Columbia, and it creates new economic activity, it creates jobs, it creates investment, and of course, it's better for the environment because we have an absolute assurance that every scrap tire will end up being recycled into new products and not thrown in a ditch or a river. Yeah, and I mean, like like you said too, the best part is it's all local. Kind of thinking out loud here, can you recycle a tire and make it into another tire? To a, a minor degree, you can. <laughs> yeah. And the reason is, I don't know how many tire manufacturers there are in the world, but lots. And everyone has their own recipe for their actual tire. So they're not all the same. So the chemicals and and whatnot that are in one tire might not be compatible or or useful in another tire. So that's an area of growing concern and effort by the manufacturing industry to see how they can make that a more efficient process now that they're all conscious of the fact that the tire that they manufacture today is at some point going to be recycled and turned into something else. And, and wouldn't it be wonderful if they could reduce their initial materials cost by recycling their own tires? 
Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's one of the points that, that lies behind some government's notion that the manufacturers are the people that should be responsible for this process. Well, they are in truth, but it happens through the retail end. So the money is collected when the tire is sold. As uh, Rosemary said, I, I represent uh, new car dealers in British Columbia. And so we're the biggest generator of scrap tires because we sell the most new tires, both on new and used cars and also just in our parts departments and things like that. So we take that responsibility very seriously that uh, we uh, collect that fee from each of our customers and uh, we use the processes of the Tire Stewardship Board to make sure that our tires are collected and recycled. Very good. Rosemary, Glenn, I don't want to keep you all day. Any closing thoughts, anything you wanted to add we didn't touch on? From my point, I'll let Rosemary have the last word, but I, I would say I've been involved in Tire Stewardship BC and since it became the type of organization it is today in, in 2007. And, uh, and I'm very excited about the things that have occurred in the development of the industry and the investment that major corporations have made in the furtherance of a effective recycling industry in, in rubber, not just here in British Columbia, but across Canada and indeed throughout North America. I think for us, and just coming back to this notion of keeping it local and encouraging the use of, of, of recycled tire material and products in British Columbia, we do have a grant program and uh, that grant program is, is very well supported by our board. We have incredible interest in it from the communities. And so we do give out grants for organizations to use the recycled rubber. And in fact, I think we're at just over 5 million to date and all over the province. We've got 96 communities across British Columbia that are enjoying either a playground surface, arena flooring, a, a water park that's made from BC recycled rubber. That's fantastic. All right, folks, we're going to wrap up here. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks very much, Peter. Thanks, Peter. This has been another episode of Auto Service World Conversations with your host, Peter Bowler. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. And thank you, as always, to SiriusXM Canada for being our title sponsor.